Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. We're back to the Joseph story, part two. Remember when we left off with Joseph, he was in prison in Egypt, but the Lord was also with him. It seems that God had given Joseph the ability to interpret dreams, according to our story. That ability became known when he correctly interpreted a couple dreams from the king of Egypt's employees who had been thrown into the prison themselves. And Joseph was correct on each interpretation and prediction. One of them was executed, and one was brought back to work for the king, just as Joseph said. Much later, the king, also called the Pharaoh, started having strange dreams himself, and no one could interpret them for him as to what they meant. He was frustrated by that. He knew they had to have some significance. Well, the employee that had met Joseph in prison remembered Joseph and told the Pharaoh about him. And the Pharaoh immediately called Joseph into his presence and described his dream. Joseph told him that God had given him this ability to interpret and that the Pharaoh's dream was simply a warning of seven years of plenty in the land and then seven years of famine and drought. The Pharaoh believed Joseph and said, I need someone to get us ready for that famine. And I want you, Joseph, to be my second in, com- in command. <laughs> Amazing. Suddenly Joseph's catapulted from prisoner to prince, the right-hand man of Egypt in charge of everything. And everything happened just as Joseph predicted. Seven good years, and they stored up food, and then the famine and drought hit the world, and everyone suffered around them, but Egypt was prepared and in very good shape. Now, back in Canaan land, Joseph's father and brothers were also starving. They had heard that food was plentiful in Egypt, so the brothers went down there to beg for some supplies. When they got there, they were standing in a food line, and Joseph saw them. He ordered them to be brought to him, and when they came, they did not recognize him. And So Joseph played some tricks on them to see how they would handle things. But finally, one day, Joseph couldn't stand it any longer, and he revealed his identity to them. And of course, they were shocked and afraid. Let me read for you now that final scene. Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room, and he said to his attendants, Out, all of you. So he was alone with his brothers. And then he told them who he was. Then he broke down, and he wept. He wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him. And word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I'm Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said. So they came closer, and he said again, I'm Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset. Don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years, and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. 
So God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he's the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace and the governor of Egypt. Now, hurry back to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen where you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren and everything you own. And I will take care of you there for there are five years of famine ahead of you. Otherwise, your household and your animals will starve. What a great ending. The brothers and father are saved and settle in with Joseph in Egypt. And that's how the Hebrews wound up living in Egypt. The story, though, holds a great truth about the sovereignty and workings of God and his faithfulness. I hope you caught the statement. Don't be angry or upset with yourselves for selling me. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives He sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and preserve many survivors. It was God who sent me here, not you. God, you see, was at work in those dark circumstances to rescue and preserve his people. God was faithfully keeping his promise alive that he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob of becoming a nation that would be a blessing to the nations of the world. Sometimes it's hard to see him at work or to believe he's in control. I like what Sally Lloyd-Jones says about this in her Jesus Storybook Bible. One day, God would send another prince, a young prince whose heart would break. Like Joseph, he'd leave his home and his father. His brothers would hate him and want him dead. He would be sold for 30 pieces of silver. He would be punished, though he had done nothing wrong. But God would use everything that happened to him, even the bad things, to do something good, to forgive the sins of the whole world world. How right she is. This is my father's world. Oh, let me ne'er forget that though the wrong seems oft so strong, God is a ruler yet. You can hear more from Pastor Steve Kramer on the CC broadcast at christiancrusaders.org. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dose, a partnership between three ministries. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 99th annual conference runs between Saturday, July 25th and Saturday, August 21st. See cedarfallsbibleconference.com for more information. Second is Christian Crusaders, which, in addition to this podcast, hosts a weekly radio broadcast and another podcast featuring conversations with inspiring Christians. And third is Fresh Wind Ministries, the spiritual care arm of Western Home Communities, Find more information about them at Freshwind Ministries on YouTube or Freshwind Worship on Facebook. Please see our show notes for web links to these ministries. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries listed above. Thanks again for listening, and may God richly bless you.